Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we embrace open dialogue from different perspectives about entrepreneurship, relationships, and education. And this open dialogue is needed, especially today, as we live in a Twitter finger society where everyone seems to care more about getting their point across than they are about hearing the other person's perspective. If you're ready to grow your business, your relationships, and your personal development, stick with us here at the Perspective Podcast because sometimes in life, to get to the next level, you just need a different perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement I'm reeking from the... Two. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, C. Muzan. Got my boy T here with me. Say what's up, T. What's going on, family? Guys, we're back for another week of the crypto series, right? We are diving in. We are getting in, giving you the perspectives that you need. Because again, this murky world of blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and all these things that are out there, we want to hear your perspective, but we also want to give you some genuine perspectives of people in the industry. Um, So we have another uh, quality couple here with us this week. Um, We go way back. Uh, we we're actually doing some business back in the day, uh, and I just watched them grow, got got back in touch with them on social. Uh, we were just talking about Clubhouse before we uh, jumped on this recording, um, but this, this couple is crushing it in the uh, Bitcoin world, blockchain world, and uh, we wanted to have them on to share their perspective. So welcome to the show, Ms. Naja and Dimitri Roberts. Thank you for being on. Thank, Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, we we already kind of gave you some background on why why we're having this podcast and you know what the perspective podcast is really about. So we we want to dive right in and get your perspective now. Mm-hmm. Um, introduce yourselves to the audience. Let everyone know kind of you know who you are. What is it? What it is that that you guys are doing now uh, in the space? And then uh, we'll jam from there. All right. Well, I guess I'll start. My name is Nadja Roberts, and. Uh... We are, we own actually one of the first brick and mortar cryptocurrency exchanges in the US. Uh, We just happen to be black owned. And um, we are focusing, so you can walk in, buy and sell cryptocurrency for those people that are unbanked and that don't have the ability to hook a bank account to their whatever platform that is, they can come in with cash. They can buy and sell cryptocurrency, but we also do online stuff too. But our focus is education, and that's that's you know that's where we are. Yes, and we also. Um, What's your name? Oh, my name is Dimitri Roberts. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but we also um, we also have a hands-on approach for uh, people that are new to the space. And I work the uh, over the counter, which is the OTC, and what that is, it's when people come in to uh, purchase crypto. And so what I do is um, I talk to them on the phone. I do uh, customer service and as well as hold their hands and walk them to the process, through the process um, as a newbie. So I show them how to open it, how to set up a wallet, open their wallet, um, get the wallet address, move things around and uh, how to receive and send uh, crypto. So that's one of the things that we do that other exchanges don't do because most other exchanges are all of them don't even have a number where you can call anyone for customer service or anything like that. So that's the difference between us and the big boys, but uh, we actually hold our folks' hands and help them and they are much appreciated. 
because there's nothing like sending money and you don't know if it's there or not and you don't know what's going on. But we actually, hey, this is it. This is what's going on. And they see it pop in their wallet as we're actually talking on the phone and they love it. So um, that's what we do. And uh, the educational part, uh, what we do for the community as well. We have, uh, I'm sure Naja talked about the camp that we do every year for the children. And we have uh, classes, indoor classes and uh, online classes. So we do a lot of things for the community. We love uh, helping. Nice, man. Nice. I will, I will say, can I jump in really quick? So he and Naja, where were y'all at about two weeks ago when I ended up setting up like 13 different wallets, not knowing if I was going to get my money in the right place or not? <laughs> I, was, I was on Clubhouse telling everybody, seeing everybody, I can teach you what I'm about to talk about today. Blame Chris. I blame oh, Chris. Blame it took me like 30,000 years to try to figure out how to get the, get my money where it's going. And I thought it was lost for so many different times. <laughs> That's well, we're awesome. here. That's why we have them on, right, T? So everyone else can now pick up this info. Uh, yes. But but talk about it, guys. Like, why, why Bitcoin? Why, why an exchange? Why did you get in the space? This is not, you know, uh, common for our community. Mm -hmm. to open a brick and mortar exchange on uh on this on like crypto side so why 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 this so for me chris um it's ironic that i sit here with you on the on on the other end of this i was at a financial service institution that i was very unhappy with um not necessarily because of the products and services but just really sitting kneecap to kneecap to people that I knew the insurance would help a little. Mm -hmm. And once they were gone, it would help a lot. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You know, you can borrow, that helps a little. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you're gone, it helps the family a lot. And those are not the wealth gap changing types of things that we need in our community. And I mean, and I'm not saying they don't need that. They absolutely need life insurance and annuities and for like they need that. But when you're looking at the absolutely horrific wealth gap, I was wondering what in the world can we do to close this wealth gap? Because life insurance is just not going to do that. Um, on a whole, for the group of people that no matter how much you talk to them about it, they still wind up doing a GoFundMe because either they got the insurance and they canceled it or just the stigma around life insurance in our community and I was really frustrated, to be quite honest. And so I was looking and really asking God, like, what is my purpose here? I know I'm supposed to help my people financially, and this is what I got into this for, but traditionally or historically, this is this is not the answer. Like, they're not really receptive. And so um, I found uh, a, a over, over the online course on a Friday. And I got on this course on Friday and it was supposed to be three days to take us through this whole new thing about cryptocurrency. cryptocurrency. So I've known about Bitcoin because uh, uh, Dimitri and I have had friends that are mining and doing some of those mm -hmm. things in the past. They had come to explain Bitcoin. Well, I hope there were some things that had happened prior to this, but when I really understood what was happening was that weekend on a Friday. And by the time Monday came, I said, I'm not going back to Transamerica, National Vice. <laughs> um, and I want to take our office that I was renting and renovate it and 
start learning about cryptocurrency. And so that- what, 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 what year was this, Naj? Uh, 2017. Yeah. Okay. 2017. Was that pre pre drop or, po or or post drop? Actually, we were in uh we were in the middle of that seventeen thousand dollar run. That yeah. Week. Okay. And a, a lot of us um um a lot of us purchased Bitcoin on that weekend, and mm -hmm. um you know when the price goes up, everybody's super excited and everybody mm -hmm. wants to get some Bitcoin. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of go into what happened, but that's how I started down the rabbit hole. When I went down that rabbit hole and I saw the possibility, yeah. finally, of something that could close a wealth gap, I said, this is it. And then um, um, I started seeking out different conferences and going to all this stuff and just getting in the crypto space. And there were no black people anywhere mm -hmm. I got a three thousand five thousand i don't care where i went it was just me and him <laughs> you know, I look up, I, I look up, I said, is it just me or are the cameras following us like yeah yeah take a picture of us <laughs> you know when you're on page two of the book <laughs> so, right it's yeah. like i'm like what is this and like why are we not really getting into this and so um while we were in the renovation stage, uh, Dimitri came home. Well, I let him tell, but how he, how I actually got the brick and mortar started was him. So, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you guys my story. So, I have a friend of mine, real, 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 real close friend of mine. Um, I've known since uh, over thirty years, and uh, he and another guy, Mike, they they were telling me something about crypto. Mike and I was just like whatever. It's just you know I was in the financial industry and I just didn't understand. He was like to digital money and cyberpunks and so forth and blah blah. And I was like whatever, man. And so they start. They got some of these things called mining machines, and I really it was over my head. It really was. And so this was about uh, probably nine years, eight years ago, eight nine years ago. And I was like, okay, whatever, guys. And so when I found out that a friend of mine, they had broke two mining machines and I was like, see, it doesn't work. But they were getting coins as they were breaking these machines. They were heating up and breaking. And so um, when I really took it serious, when his father had unloaded his whole 401k, liquidated it, and bought all Bitcoin. So I said, this is serious. I really need to know about this. So I called him in the office and uh, we had an office at the time and um, and uh, what's that, Gardena? Yeah, Gardena. And I said, hey, um, Mike, I need you to come down and uh, explain this to me and my wife again. I know you did it before, man, but just- He's leaving out the part. His real name is White Boy Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, right? His name yeah. is White Boy Mike. And yeah. he was the yeah. one whose father liquidated yeah, his 401k. Okay. So, so, so that was, <laughs> D, D is like, yo, if there's a white guy, some old white guy that has a bunch of money in his 401k, putting it in Bitcoin, exactly. yeah. we need to pay attention to we this. We need to pay attention to this. He's <laughs> it over into an annuity, yeah. He's trying to roll it over into annuity. And, right. and he drops it in Bitcoin. And I was like, let me see, if, you know, let me learn more about this. So Mike came to the office and uh, he broke it down to a simple and plain. And so at that point, my wife is kind of already like, okay, on the fence about it, right before she went through the rabbit hole. A couple of days later, I'm in uh, another city and I see a guy, I see crypto. San Pedro. San Pedro. So I see crypto on the wall, huge. And the guy's um, remodeling. And, you know, 
from the work that we, you know, do Chris and I learned how to just go talk to anybody and whatever. So I just popped in and just opened his door actually. And I just started talking to him. And the guys, we sat there for about a good hour and a half talking in front of the shop where they were doing construction. So I asked him, you know, what's going on, blah, blah. And he was just telling me, hey, this is going to be the new thing. It's a cafe. We're going to sell crypto, blah, blah, this and that. And so <laughs> I said, you know what, man, I want you to meet my wife because she's into it right now. She just went through the rabbit hole about a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, great, I would love to. So they hit it off and, and he's married and we all hit it off as a couple. And uh, they had a grand opening. We went to the grand opening a little and from there, we, I really had the thought of, okay, maybe we can open up one of these. We had an office and we weren't really doing anything. We were kind of on the fence about the um, financial institution that we were doing. So we figured, okay, well, let's try this. And because uh, it was, we knew that something we had a future in this. Well, what what actually happens? Explain to the audience a bit. What happens at a at a cafe or at an exchange, yeah. right? That that's a brick and mortar. Like, what what's its purpose? Okay, so the purpose was for people, because a lot of people don't know about this space, this thing right. right here. This crypto is new to a lot of people, even today. And so, what we wanted to do was have people come in in an environment that's that's not intimidating, but that is comfortable for them, so they can come in, have a seat and feel like they're at home and we can explain to them what exactly what we do and how we help people and where it's gonna be in the future. And we have to get people's minds wrapped around this. It's kind of hard wrapping people's minds around some digital currency, something that's not tangible. And so my wife does a class called the evolution of money. That's pretty much it tells people, it shows them at the very beginning how um, paper money or greenbacks weren't the thing of uh, currency. Mm -hmm. So um, we start off with the rocks. You know, people used to trade rocks. And in some parts of, I think it was uh, Easter Island, I'm not sure, but they used to scratch a rock. And that was your currency. So your family wealth was basically you go and scratch, carve into a rock, and that's the Muzan mm -hmm. currency right there. That's mm -hmm. the fact that they wealth, mm -hmm. oddly enough. And so, you know, fast forward to today, and we say, hey, this is, you know, money. And this is where it's going. And once you go from that process to today, people kind of wrap their head around it. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, now I understand. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to portray to educate our folks. And that's where, um, and have it where it's comfortable, where they, we, we can step on their level. Sure, it makes sense. On our level. So that's, yeah. that was our process right there. But the challenge then becomes... <laughs> Like he said, helping them wrap their minds around it, but to really have a space where people can come and be like, well, this thing must be something because this is beautiful. So like in our space in Inglewood, we renovated where we look like we're in Beverly Hills. Okay. So they see the outside of the building in the neighborhood that we're in, which we're like a block from the Ram Stadium. It's like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, you're in the neighborhood, but when they step inside, they are like, oh my goodness. Like I never would have thought this was inside of this building. And that begins to open people's minds to the possibility, whatever reason, you know, mm -hmm. you gotta be us to understand our thinking, right? Yeah. And so um, so we've we've started that just that mental switch. So when they come in, they're in another space, all the pictures of Bitcoin. All the pillows of Bitcoin, the rugs of Bitcoin, like everything in there brings people into understanding, uh, understanding the space. What, what? I just want to add something. We were at an event, and uh, another guy was 
introduce, tell them the guy about our office. And the guy was like, Inglewood, you know, I don't want to go to Inglewood, you know, it's shady over there. And so the guy explained it, which it was so funny, but I was ear hustling, but I wasn't right, you know, in his view. And he said, you know what? It's like, really, you got to go there. But when you step in, it's like Narnia. You <laughs> <laughs> walk through the closet. You're <laughs> like, never mind the outside. When you get in, man, it's like Narnia. I'm telling you, you got to go. And my outside wasn't bad, but yeah. it was just the neighborhood. Just, yeah. yeah. We have, we pay, I mean, our, our entire building we renovated inside and out. And we so paint, paint the whole outside black. It, the outside so is black. It's just black. These are colors black. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. you come in, you have to buzz in and so forth. And it was just like, you know, so the guy actually came about a year, we do a Christmas event, and the guy came in and he could not leave. The guy was just. Nobody he, wants to go yeah, home. Yeah, he, he did not want to go home. He was so apologetic. I'm <laughs> like, dude, just enjoy yourself. He brought his wife and they had a ball. They yeah. didn't want to leave. And mind you, these are people from, you know, Santa Monica mm -hmm. and Beach. And, uh, yeah. and they just thought it would be something totally different. And we had to really try and kick them out. They yeah. don't, not want to leave. And ironically, if you look at like our grand opening pictures, even the grand opening, like they were very few black people. It was everybody else because yeah. this crypto space mm -hmm. was yearning for a place where yeah. they could come and get together where you can talk to somebody that's speaking your language. Yeah, and understands what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Understands you because you're talking to friends and family and they like, get out of here with that scammy yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You'll see. And, and so this was a place where people could just get together and talk. And I think for the first year, um, I really just had to um, just kind of submerge myself in another culture to just try to understand their philosophy and what they were telling and teaching their friends only mm -hmm. to find out they were having the same struggles we were having um mm -hmm. and so but i really sought counsel like coming from from financial services dressing up every single day to go out i like i wear chuck taylor's every day and half for the last uh three years uh my, my holy jeans my t-shirts because when I was going to these conferences, sitting next to these guys, I'm watching them on these wallets transferring 80 and 150,000. They got holes in the bottom of their shoes. Like that's not how we operate as folks. We got to go get the best mm -hmm. Jordans and the this and right. the that. And, and it was just like a whole, it was like a whole shift. Like, oh my God, I'm sitting here in the conference and I'm looking down <laughs> and I'm like, he just transferred $80,000 to another wallet. And I'm like, okay, we're doing something wrong. different. <laughs> Our priorities are off. So, you know, uh, which I already knew, but it was more of a confirmation, um, you know, just sitting and kind of listening. And then I found that, um, you know, being the only Black, like everybody was open to hearing, uh, helping, I'll say mm -hmm. that helping like you need this I got this and and so they really pulled together I became like the token like I became mm -hmm. the token mm -hmm. crypto girl the black crypto black crypto girl, girl. yes <laughs> we're good I'm good but yeah. I found that you know dressing down and not being I don't yeah. know you know the financial service thing yeah. I got I got a lot more of the anxiety away from you know kind of dealing with yourself yeah. I, have, I have a question um you talk about the office right now obviously with 
crypto becoming more mainstream for the most part, right? At least people know about it. They heard about it. Somebody said something. Are you starting to see more of an influx of folks coming in to try to catch this wave? Or like you see them chasing the money? Or are you seeing more people come in around like, hey, I really want to understand this first? Well, let me say this quickly. The majority of people have not heard about Bitcoin. Okay. So when I, I actually drive a car on purpose, a little bug, I call it my BTC bug, and it has Bitcoin, why buy Bitcoin on the side? Okay. In our community, nobody reacts. I can Interesting. go to Long Beach, Watts, Inglewood, nobody reacts at all. When okay. I get on the west side, Santa Monica, Melrose, Beverly Hills, I got guys yelling, whoa, they're like taking pictures. Like in our community, we are still not understanding that. Mm. Um, but we are starting to have an influx of people and it's more on the get rich quick side. That's a, okay. Uh, understanding. And so they get a different perspective from me, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, you may make a little bit of money trading and get mm -hmm. jumping into these alternative coins, but then I have something to tell you about your tax implications that you mm -hmm. didn't about and or your fees and or all these other things that means you didn't hardly make any money. So is, it the, is it the same thing, Naja? Is it the same thing? Because I know when you play in the like brokerage account, like the traditional mm -hmm. side, like in each, like that's a tax now account, right? So they're going to tax it. It's the same exact thing on the oh, crypto I mean, side? That's what it's, yeah. It, yeah. But yeah. every single time you switch from fiat to Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and then so you're good at that point. Mm -hmm. Oh, fiat. Fiat is <laughs> money that we have in our pockets and our purses. Yep. Uh, that has no intrinsic value other than what the government says it's worth. It is not backed by gold, folks. So, and you would not believe how many people on my poll when I'm doing an event, I ask, is our money backed by gold? And they all raise their hands. Wow. Still um, people still believe that? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Chris, me and you, maybe. <laughs> because it's weird, because, you know, we're in this, like, we're, we feel like we're not fully in the space, but I guess we're knowledgeable enough to know a lot of these yeah. types of things. Yeah. So it's weird. Wow. It's weird to hear that, like, this isn't common, you know? It, 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 and Correct. they still think that the Federal Reserve is a federal entity. And I, ha I say it all the time, there's no more federal than Federal Express that's dropping. <laughs> So, wow. yeah, so anyway, so it's that education that like turns people's light bulbs on because we're not taught and we're not taught about money in school. We don't know how money works. And that was yeah. my first, first epiphany that I can't teach people about Bitcoin if they don't even know how to handle money. Yeah. So I've got to back up and do that education. Uh, in fact, yesterday, like I did an uh, event for like 60 people and people were literally like, and these are doctors and yeah, are attorneys and real professionals. And they're at, you can see their faces on Zoom. They're like, what? And so it's like, they, we have just not been taught this stuff. So um, to answer your question, yes, we get a, we're getting a more of an influx of people coming in, but I really feel it's due to, and, and not in the community. So people hear me on Clubhouse that live in the area and they come in. But it's mm -hmm. not okay. the influx from the community that still doesn't understand it. So they're listening to me on Clubhouse. They're learning yeah. because that's what I offer. And then I mentioned if somebody asked me, and this is the ironic part on Clubhouse, I don't even really mention that I have a brick and mortar unless somebody's having difficulty, like you said, T with a wallet or mm -hmm. you know, this exchange is this. And so 
I'm like, yeah, well, if you can't get that together, you know, I have a staff of 19 people. We can make sure that, you know, you get your, and they're like, what? We can call, you know, so that's, yeah. that's the type of thing that's happening because we haven't been, um, you know, we've put it in all of our local newspapers and I've tried to, my publicist has tried to get me to speak all over the place, but really the community was not yet, the, the community is still not there yet. Mm. They're not there. But well, yeah, go ahead. No, let me ask this. Well, as you say it, and just for our listeners, right? Like me and Chris, you know, we we know that it's still early, but we're kind of like, all right, we're maybe not at phase one. We're maybe like down the road some. So, would you say at this point, from a let's call it a global or United States perspective, right? Are we still early adopters right now? Yes, we are before early adopters. Wow, that's crazy. wow. That is like wow. I just got chills. If y'all can see me. So, wow, that's huge. So another epiphany that Clubhouse has afforded me um, is to really understand uh, our thinking. Mm -hmm. and, our, and, and the basic thing that we did was broke this thing down into Satoshis. So there's a hundred pennies in a dollar. There's a mm hundred -hmm. million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. So what we've now been doing is telling people that a Satoshi, <clears throat> the smallest unit of a Bitcoin, is less than a penny. So if you buy some Satoshis right now, a thousand Satoshis is 67 cents. Mm -hmm. So get yourself 10,000 Satoshis, get yourself 100,000, not 100,000, um, a million Satoshis. So that's the goal is to buy a million Satoshis. A million Satoshis right now today is 61, 61, uh, $610 a million Satoshis. So mm -hmm. what we're telling people is become a Satoshi millionaire. So now you have $610 and you have a million Satoshis, but mm -hmm. don't start there. Start at $5, start at $10 and we'll do what we call dollar cost averaging, which means you say every Friday when I get paid, I'm gonna spend $20 mm -hmm. and buy some Satoshis. And just mm -hmm. keep doing that $20 a week until you get to a million Satoshis. And then after you get to a million Satoshis, put that in your wallet, mm -hmm. uh, into your cold storage wallet. And I know uh, T said he wants to go over wallet, so we'll go. Yeah. And when we made that mindset shift from people automatically thinking they had to come up with $61,000 or $50,000 or $40,000 mm -hmm. and to know that they can just start stacking sacks, that's what we call it, stack sacks. It just a light bulb came on, and people are just like five dollars, ten dollars. Because what I mm -hmm. what I do is uh, Cheesecake Factory is my favorite, right? So I shout know out I, Cheesecake. There we go. You know I used to work there, right? Cheesecake you know, always gets a shout out on this D, podcast. D, <laughs> D, D remembers. He knows. That's, That's right. That's right. That's right. But, we go right back. Probably met you because I have to have avocado egg rolls. Right? <laughs> I'm not even a cheese. I love cheesecake, but avocado egg rolls is my favorite. But I had to forego that and say, look, I'm spending $150 at Cheesecake Factory. How about we just take that $150 and put it in the Bitcoin? Um, you know, and so those are some of the things, the mindset shifts that I'm trying to really share. So, yeah, you go to get Starbucks six times a week. Maybe just go four. I'm not saying go mm -hmm. cold turkey, mm -hmm. but take that 20 bucks that you're saving and buy Bitcoin. So it's easy. So even though um, I, we buy and sell cryptocurrency, I have to 
direct my people to other places that they can buy because some of those are very, uh, they don't have a lot of barriers to entry, such as a cash app. I have mm -hmm. something that's going to trump cash app soon. So, um, but I send our people to cash app because let's be real, like it's the blackest app right now. <laughs> Service-wise, everybody has cash app. Open up your phone, go to the fourth icon, buy $5 worth of Bitcoin right now and keep doing that until you just start to build up your Bitcoin. So, so let me ask you real quick, Najat, because you said something that I do want to jump in the wallets because I want people yeah. to have an understanding of wallets. But yeah. some you said about the stack and sacks. So let's take the people that, I mean, let's say you do have $610. Yeah, you recommend not doing that and still going the stacking of sacks or like if oh, you have a thousand bucks, you know. Yeah, uh, I recommend you doing the 600 or the 1,000. Okay. What I don't recommend is you doing the 61,000. Got you. So just like in financial services, somebody sits down and says how much they can afford to put away, I cut that in half. If it's mm -hmm. $60,000, put $30,000 in and dollar cost average that other 30,000 into Bitcoin because you'll catch the lows and you'll mm -hmm. catch the highs doing it that way. But if you just jump in, and that subtle drops to 50,000, then you're trying, you know, you're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we make sure that everybody has that site. Because I'm telling you, you're going to buy this. And I'm going to tell you next week, it may be less. So we jumped in at 17, 2017. And we sat for an entire year at about 4,500, $5,500. And we called it crypto winter. Like it was absolutely crickets. You didn't hear anybody say nothing about Bitcoin uh, for a year. And that, but that gave me time to build and really figure out how do we approach our folks with this. And so now we're here. The time is right. And so I'm excited. So we're, we're going to wallets or whatever. Yeah. Else. So let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about wallets. Go ahead, T. Well, no, I was going to say. Okay. So now. I guess let's start from the beginning, right? Like, well, you kind of started with the mindset. So let's say if someone like myself, right, is use me as an example, I think I'll be a good case study. Started hearing about it, 17, bought some, have a few thousand dollars already, you know, worth of Bitcoin, looking to, now, obviously you're looking like, hey, should I, should I hold this? Should I start trading some? Like, what's that next, like, step for someone that may already be in? A little already in the game, if you will. So I say um, everybody has a price. Every, everything is for sale at some point, right? So right. Yeah. Let's say that they're not going to sell Bitcoin, um, and then you've got us who actually get into Bitcoin, and we're looking for when we're going to spend it or how much is going to grow so mm -hmm. we can spend it. So um, again, another mindset shift has to happen. We have to be looking at Bitcoin. And this is just my opinion. Again, no mm -hmm. financial advice, information purposes only. Based on what I see, I understand that um, you're going to, at some point, sell. But the question is when. So are, are you willing to forego making sure that your children's children's children have a legacy to just really get rid of your Bitcoin quick? I've seen so many people that sold, and now they can't get back in and hold the amount of Satoshis they had, mm -hmm. they sold it, because when they hit 25, like they just, they went all out. Like I need a hundred, I need this hundred thousand. So let me sell this for Bitcoin. Well, yeah. that, 
that is now what? Double, right? So now they'd have 800,000. A lot of us would have millions of dollars had we not sold or lost mm -hmm. our Bitcoin in some shape, form, or fashion. So uh, for me, it's just, I'm not willing to part with my Bitcoin now for anything. I have a juicer on my counter that I was so excited that Bed Bath & Beyond was accepting Bitcoin that I went and bought for 150 bucks. Right now, two years later, that juicer is worth $2,100. Like, why should I? <laughs> why should I like, that's, 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 that's silly. Like, it's silly. Yeah. And now I'm growing up in Bitcoin and I'm understanding we have a store of value. And one thing I want to share with the, with, the, with the listeners is you can absolutely trade because people win. A lot of people win, but a lot of people lose too. Mm -hmm. and show you the losing side. And there are so many scams out here that are targeted for our people because we want to get in and get rich quick. So if you have any listeners really quick that are, are approached by anybody that tells you that you can put two or $3,000 into trade and they take that thousand, couple of thousand dollars, they put it on a website and you can see that it's grown from two to 3,000 and mm -hmm. now it's seven. Before you pull that seven out in the two weeks allotted time, they want you to send another 2000 mm -hmm. the whole four. So just understand there's a scam happening right now, huge in our community that has to do with us still having that mindset that I can get 2000 and turn it into seven. And they're showing it to you on the computer, but you're not getting it out. Right. Okay. Um, and then you have to send money before they'll even release that part. And it's just a big, big, huge scam. And it's like seven out of 10 of our community members are coming in and saying, man, I fell for that. And I'm telling you, do not do it. Buy Bitcoin and hold Bitcoin yourself. But as you talk about the type of trading that you're doing, T, I have mixed emotions about it. Because again, you've got tax implications. So anytime you move from Bitcoin to, to Ethereum, you've created a taxable event. And yes. then you go from Ethereum back into money, you've created a taxable event. Or you go Ethereum back into Bitcoin. So eventually, uh, and, and the IRS hasn't had the manpower to really deal with the tax stuff the last couple of years. But if yeah. you notice this year, it's on the front page of the mm -hmm. tax return, which means they're putting together department. And you better be telling the truth because they have three years to audit you or forever hold their peace. But if you do not indicate that you're trading, have been gifted, so if you got airdrops or any of that, mm -hmm. it's considered you're dealing with cryptocurrency and you check no, they have an infinite amount of time to come back and prosecute you. Mm. So that's the difference. You check yes, they've got three years, or they can't say anything else to you. Or you check no, and they're coming all the way all back. The way back. Well, you know, it's funny. I just I just met with the with my CPA. Uh, shout out to CP, right? We don't have there one podcast. Yeah. Um, and I and I said to him, I said, "Hey, CP, I said most of my stuff was done like at the beginning of 2021. I did a little bit back in 2020. Do I really need to?" He was like, "T, let me stop you right there." <laughs> he said, "Let me stop you right there." He go and everything, Naja, you just said it was like. He recorded it, sent it to you so you can say it again to me, right? He was like, I want every single, he said, every time you change it, put a period on a T that's tax. Every single time. So listeners out there, if you're on Coinbase, you're on your Robin Hoods, you're on, you know, you know, coin, um, coin, whatever the other couple, 10,000 coin places there are. If you are trust and believe this is, this is good stuff. Like my CPO said, CPA said, I have to put that out there.
he, he just said two two no no's. So I'm gonna I'm gonna help him really really quick. Let's go. So, um, real quick. Get to Wallace now, Naja. No 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 no. No okay. Robin Hood. No Robin Hood. No PayPal. No Webull. And no SoFi. They do not allow you to take custody of your Bitcoin at mm -hmm. all. It does not belong to you. You're buying their Bitcoin. They're holding it on their books. And then when you get ready to take possession of your Bitcoin and hold it for your family, you're not able to pull it off. Say, Let me ask you, Naja, with that. Say those oh, again, though. Say, say yeah, those say the four again. I have a question. Robinhood, Weeble, and SoFi. Okay. And is that the reason why on Robinhood? So it's funny you say that, Naja, because I have my Robinhood account, right, for my options and stuff like that. So is that why you can see that difference sometimes in price, like when you're looking at it uh -huh. to different areas? Every single exchange has a different price for Bitcoin. And we yeah. probably need more than this to just kind of school you guys. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Frankly, you shouldn't be on Robin Hood anyway. Robin Hood okay. is Robin the Hood. Robin the Hood? Okay. I don't care what it is. That was not yeah. the time for you to win. So you need to be looking at a TD Ameritrade. The fees have that. stuff like are some issues. So, but in Bitcoin, those are the four no-nos to not do. But then Coinbase. Coinbase is historically um, notorious for shutting down when you need to trade at a, mm. at a at a critical point. They just shut down. Isn't and something, aren't they backed by like government or something? Didn't the government jump in and do something with Coinbase at some point? They're, they're about to go public some other stuff. But yes, they are. Just, and then I'm not going to go into it, but I absolutely cannot stand Coinbase. I can't what would you recommend, Nigel? Because um, you named all the top ones, right? Like, yo. this is where everybody goes. Robinhood, PayPal, Coinbase. But, but that's the, the mindset shift. You're not yeah. this to do what mainstream. You're, we're, not, we're not doing banks. So when you deal with the Coinbase, you're dealing with kind of like the bank. Because, again, you wire money in. takes them seven or ten days to execute, to even let you pull out your Bitcoin. That's not that's not, that's what not the way it's supposed to go. That's not yeah. what this, this is about. Yeah. So yeah. if if you had to use an exchange, I'd tell you to go to Binance US or Kraken or Gemini. Gemini is the cheapest Bitcoin. There are 34,000 people that sell Bitcoin. Coinbase is just the name we hear because they were there when it started. But mm -hmm. Coinbase's treatment of their Black employees and women is another reason you shouldn't be at mm. Coinbase. Just Google it. You will see that Brian Armstrong gives a rat's you know what about blacks and women. So he and he's made it, but he's vocal about that. So you just need to understand that, um, which is another reason why I just absolutely will not. But if you must use Coinbase, like mm -hmm. some people are like, oh well, it doesn't matter. Like like all things, go with the best price. So don't use Coinbase, use Coinbase Pro because their fees are less. Why mm -hmm. is that? Because he's ripping you off on Coinbase, but mm -hmm. Coinbase Pro is where the, the lesser amount of fees are. But Gemini, Kraken, uh, uh, Binance US are much, much better. I feel I feel so much better. I, I moved some stuff over to Binance US. I was talking to Danny from last week and I'm in Binance US and I have my trust wallet and all that stuff. So okay. if you don't mind, let's transition to wallets, real, right? Real like, quick, let me let, let me jump in and then yeah, we'll transition yeah. into wallets because you just said two things that again I want people to highlight again, me being in the financial service space, you understand how this goes, right? Like taxes are your largest lifetime expense. So please yeah. understand that you've got to, like the government's gonna have their hand out for, so all of this trading, all the stuff that you're doing, it's, you have to pay attention to taxes if you're trying to build any form of wealth. So that's why the buy and hold strategy 
is going to be so much better. And I'm glad you said that, Naja, because that's what we have to understand. That is the mindset shift. That's what I try to get to uh, explain to people is that, listen, this is a long-term investment. This is long-term. If you don't have a mindset of anything long-term, you're just gambling. You're just playing around. You're trying to get in, get out, just get rich quick. And that's not how we're building wealth. Building wealth is what? Slow and boring. And people want it quick and fast and, and exciting. And that's not the way it works. So you hit that on the head. And for all you listeners and everyone that's, that's tuning in, guys, please understand that taxes, taxes, taxes are your largest lifetime expense. You've got to make sure whatever you are doing in your financial world, that you are avoiding those taxes. So trading, obviously, as you heard, might not be the thing you want to do. If yeah, especially you're thinking if you don't know about, what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> so I make that disclaimer, but let's but let's dive in again. Let's talk about wallets because this is important. This I'll be I'll be transparent. This is one of the things I got burned a bit in 2017, ICOs and right, all this stuff that's happening. And I'm like, oh, all these altcoins. And this is a way, again, my mindset was probably at that time could this be the thing? Like, could I get a quick something out of this? So got eager to it, lost a bunch of money. But at, but at the end of the day, what I started to realize was that there was real, like there, there was something real here with blockchain, with crypto. However, the, the side that I started to see that was awesome, that also kept me shaky was where to keep it, the wallets, where because there was a lot of security issues back in the day. I remember multiple people saying, you know, I, my, my wallet got hacked. I lost my key. All this stuff happened. Mm -hmm. I lost all my big, and, I'm, and I was like, this is just, it seemed like, like the wild, wild west for a little bit. It's like, anyone could take it. Anyone could get it. Like, how do we keep it secure? So I know that's what we start talking about when we're looking at wallets. So explain to the listeners, like, what is a wallet? How do you keep it secure? Like, mm -hmm. what are you looking for in order to put, put your money there? So really quickly, so a wallet, a digital wallet is exactly like your wallet or the wallet you have in your back pocket or your purse. So it's where you keep your digital money, right? So you, ha I have, I'm different from everybody else. I teach in four types of wallets. There's four. Okay. So number one, I call it a hot wallet. That's your Coinbase wallet, your Gemini, your Kraken, your Cash App, your not even PayPal, but um, those are what I call hot wallets. Those are custodial wallets. Those are exchanges. When you go and exchange your fiat, your money for crypto, and you hold it. But we have a saying that says, not your keys, not your coin. Even mm. though you can pull your Bitcoin off of those platforms, they actually hold your private keys. Mm. And mm. you move it. If they get hacked, if anything happens, your Bitcoin goes along with them. 90% of the hacks that happen, happen, they're inside jobs because there's somebody that worked there and know the protocol, yada, yada, yada. It's not some Russian sitting somewhere. Get, no, it's not that. It's some inside type of thing. So you just always need to be aware, not your keys, not your coin. You don't have it with any of the exchanges. Uh, our exchange, you can exchange fiat or Bitcoin, but we put it into either a, that's a hot wallet, custodial, yeah. and then you have a warm wallet. So we uh, get your fiat, we send it to your warm wallet because immediately you take possession, you are in control. It's a non-custodial type of thing 
because we want you to have your keys to your coin. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that's what a warm wallet is. That's a trust wallet, like you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, I deal with edge wallet because they're great for newbies. Uh, there is a uh, Exodus wallet, which is great. I know the guys that started that as well. So there's a bunch of warm wallets and all that is is they're halfway online and halfway offline, but you have your private keys. You can pick up your phone. You can see your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency and do whatever you need to do through that wallet. Uh, that's the warm wallet. Talk about what a key is real quick, just like- um, A key is, 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 is um, it's either some seed words, 12 or 24 words, mm -hmm. or it's a random amount of numbers and letters that allow you access to the blockchain to get your Bitcoin off. So mm -hmm. on these, so your, your Bitcoin is not stored on Edge or I'll talk about Ledger or Trezor in a minute. Your Bitcoin is not stored on these devices. Your keys are stored on there. Your Bitcoin is stored on the blockchain and these devices allow you access to get through to get your mm -hmm. Bitcoin off. Right. So a lot of people are thinking, oh my God, if I lose my phone or if I lose my a cold storage device, cold wallet, um, that I don't have my Bitcoin anymore. You absolutely do, as long as you have your C phrases, mnemonic phrases, passwords, that's what they're called. So you have your hot wallets, then you have your cold, uh, your warm wallets, mm -hmm. and then you have your cold wallets, which are Trezor, Ledger, KeepKey. Uh, there's tons of those, YubiKey. Uh, and again, all of those are designed where you plug it in to your computer, and that is when you're able to trade and put your Bitcoin um, on the blockchain through those devices. So those are cold storages. And then there's what I call ice cold, which are the sheets of paper that have Bitcoin on them. Okay. And that comes out of a Bitcoin ATM machine, or there's companies that have these papers that they spit out, and on it, it has both your public key and your private key, or your public address, and your private address. Um, and so you can put those sheets of paper in your safe or your safe deposit box mm -hmm. and keep those. And then when you get ready to <clears throat> cash in on your Bitcoin or whatever you do, you just go to the computer and you access the blockchain with that sheet of paper. And then your Bitcoin is able to be sent maybe to Binance or, mm -hmm. or Edge or Ledger, depending. But the world, crypto space is changing. Because now you can buy Bitcoin right inside a ledger. Mm. You don't have to go to Binance anymore. You mm. can get an edge wallet. I give everybody <laughs> an edge wallet. They're free. You can buy Bitcoin right inside an edge wallet. What's the difference? Convenience? Because mm -hmm. you buy it on Binance US. Now you got to pay mining fees or those fees to move it from there to your trust wallet. So you create it. A, a small, uh, it's not a taxable event, but you have a mining fee. Yeah. Now you want to move it from your trust wallet into your cold storage, and now you've created another. So you've had two transaction fees that have eaten a little bit of your Satoshis up. So mm -hmm. why not now just get it from Ledger, get a Ledger, buy it inside a Ledger. It may look to you, and I want to say this quickly about these wallets and these exchanges. Everybody has a different price for Bitcoin, but the bottom line, is everybody's price is between three and five percent. They just don't say it. They wow. say, oh, this week there's no trading fees, but there are trading fees because you're going to pay more for your Bitcoin. So over here, your Bitcoin may be 61,200, but if you go to 
Coinbase is 61,800 because the price differential is where they make up. So just know they're going to get their money. Of course. But, yes. but, but they make it, they, they package it all different. So everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh, I go here because of the fee. It, the fee is the same. They just figured out how to package it differently. So we as a <laughs> start out at 3%. We eat your we eat your mining fee coming from us to your wallet. So in essence, you're you're paying us a 3%, which um you get customer service, way better customer service, but then we pay the mining fee. So if you give us a thousand and and the three percent, which is thirty dollars then we take the mining fee, which is five or $6 out of that 30, and you have $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. You do the same thing on Binance, you're gonna pay for the transfer. So mm -hmm. you've got $6 coming out of that thousand, plus whatever they charge you, and then you're doing another transfer. So we just try to cut out some of those fees. So that's the difference in wallets. Well, Naja, I will say this, just over the last <clears throat> 60 days or so, when I started really deep diving in to try to figure this out, what you have said on this 30, 40 minutes we've been on could have literally saved me 60 days of heartache and trying to figure this out and a loss of money. You talk about the changing. Every time I went from one to the next, I started off with sending $500, right, to test it. I ended up, when I finally got it to where I needed it to be, it was $424 <laughs> just in fees because I was going from wallet to wallet to exchange to Coinbase back to Binance, trying to flip it, trying to get it onto the farming and all. And I know that's a whole nother topic, right? But right. trying to do all this stuff, but just the level of service and explanation that you just gave for all of our listeners, that is, it's a gold mine. Absolutely. It's an absolute gold mine, what you just said. That took me 60 days to figure out, and you still helped me figure out the last leg of it that I knew I didn't even know yet. <laughs> I realized I didn't even know yet. This is so why I just want to put that out there. <laughs> this is why education is so important. We talk, yes. talk about it all the time. And again, that's why we wanted to have you guys on because, you know, this, this is what we, we, we believe in. If you, if you don't know something, the question is, where can you go? Where yeah. can you go to get educated on it, right? Like I say this all the time to our clients, the people we're talking to, right? Who teaches you money? Mm -hmm. Who teaches you money? Like how, where are you supposed to get it, right? Like so finding these resources like Naja, like Dimitri, right? They, they, they're in the game. Like they want to help. They want to help our community. They want you to win. They want you to be a millionaire. Like they want you to win. So like go to people like this and get the information that you need because it'll absolutely change your life financially and, and, and otherwise. So, you know, we appreciate that. Um, any, any couple things you guys want to add and kind of wrap, wrap up that people should know if they're just like kind of new getting into the game or like, you know, I know we talked about education, but what do you think people really should be focusing on right now? Cause you know, stimulus money is coming for most people. So we'll see what they do. Ta -ta. We'll, we'll see what our community really does, but uh, give us, give us some and like tax kind of, drops. That's right. Give us some, some, some closing stuff guys. That, that was huge. Yeah, that is huge. Um, I figured that, you know, hopefully our people do invest or get Bitcoin or some type of crypto. But what I tell people, because people call me all the time and I'll, they'll say, okay, I, what I tell them, I said, look, if you need this money in six months to a year, you don't need to put it in. You don't need to purchase it. It's not for you. This is something I want you to look at this as a long game, right? Because you're not going to get rich off of it quick. It may go up and down. It's very volatile. 
But I want you to sit back and look at this as a long day. So when um, in another five years, see where it's at. Put this money away because what we see as a future for this, this is this is going to be like the um, the gold standard. I think Bitcoin is going to be the gold standard of crypto. Crypt Bitcoin will be bagging other cryptos. You know, it's going to be like, oh, we're, mm -hmm. we we bag um, our new crypto with Bitcoin or Satoshi. Mm -hmm. It's going to be at that level and. Right now, you get in because the great thing is that it's not just in America. This is the global thing right now. So once people see that, that it's global and the governments can't really stop it because people continue to do what they do on a community level, globally, that it can grow and grow and grow. And there's only 21 million that can be mined, right? And so what that means is that the prices are going to continue to rise and rise and rise. So eventually, whatever you put in, if there's a million Satoshi, or a couple hundred thousand, that's going to be a value that is raised. Now, if you really look at it as a long game, it could be at a level where, okay, my children can enjoy this, or my grandchildren. Now it's where you don't have to spend it. You can borrow against it. So you don't have mm -hmm. to. You can borrow against your, your coins mm -hmm. and use that money and then repay it and still have the same amount of coin and joining it, join in the appreciation of it. Of the value. So there's many different ways where you don't have to spend it, but you can hold it as a stored value. So that's what I want people to know. Hey, this is something that you can use as a long-term legacy bill for you and your family, and that can be a way to break the, uh, the, the wealth gap that we have in front of us. Mm -hmm. Completely broken. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, what I would like for everybody to do is if you have any questions about scams or how to do this or wallets or any of that, come see me on Clubhouse Monday through Friday. If you're on the East Coast, it's from three to five. Or uh, if you're on the West Coast, that's from, from 12 to two. I'm there Monday through Friday answering questions. That's all I do is answer questions, not about coins. I want everybody to really be careful to learn about alternative coins before they get involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, because there's communities out there laughing at us specifically because we're putting our money in the stuff that has no, absolute no value and they're doing it on purpose. Um, and so while we're, while they're buying Bitcoin, we're buying the dog coin, right? Um, mm -hmm. I so, need to say it. <laughs> yeah, and, so, so, and they're laughing, right? And they got Snoop Dogg to help you do that. And they're like Cambos buying this stuff and we out and it's just, it's buffoonery. So what we need to do is just really be careful. As T said, you're gonna go down this rabbit hole. You really need to focus. Uh, this is the time you can, you're gonna be ahead of millions of people. We're, we're not even at the, at the beginning of this thing. Um, and so I just ask, ask everyone to just really, really stay focused on the marathon and not the sprint. Yeah. Because the marathon it, is going to pay you way better than this sprint you're trying to get. Well, Naja, did we? I know we thank you so much. I got I got one last question, okay. if you don't mind. I got one last question. Yeah. I know you get the question probably a lot. It doesn't sound like you're much of a speculator, but we know we got some speculators that's listening. In the next, let's call it five years, where do you see the price of Bitcoin being? If you if you would amuse us. So I would talk specifically about Bitcoin, and I used you called you you gave a word for what you think I am, 
which I'm moving there. I'm a recovering coinaholic, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but PACs will learn you, darn you. That, that's what <laughs> so anyway, so where do I see Bitcoin going? I literally will bet my last dollar on the fact that 100 million Satoshis that equal a Bitcoin, one Satoshi will be equivalent to a dollar. So if you hold one Bitcoin, eventually, I am a firm believer it's going to be at a hundred million dollars. And, and it, I may not see it in my lifetime. My kids, children may, but I'm willing to do what I need to do right now to make sure we have enough Bitcoin in yeah. our family so that that hundred million dollars is, 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 this is legacy type of wealth that yeah. we obtain. So why would I be selling it or flipping it or loaning it to somebody else that may then run away with it? So if you're taking loans against your Bitcoin, be very careful if you have to give them that, your private keys and your Bitcoin, uh, just be very careful. It works. I have an adult son. He, he needed to buy a car. So he didn't want to sell his Bitcoin. So he traded his Bitcoin in. He got all his money, bought his car cash. And then he went back and paid and got his Bitcoin back. Uh, it does work, but you just have to understand what platforms to get it to do it on and how to be safe and make sure that you get your Bitcoin back. Because he'd be sick right now if he had <laughs> I bet. If he had a hundred thousand dollar Ford excursion, right? <laughs> so, so those are the things you have to look at. So, but I really believe um, by the end of this year. It's my opinion that we're going to be well over $100,000. You heard it. <laughs> you, you, you heard it here, y'all. You heard it here. Uh, this is the time. Buy and hold. Stop playing around, right? Like, stop trying to think that you're just going to get in and get out. This is not the game. The game is generational wealth. The game is changing your family's legacy, right? The wealth gap, switching, closing, however you want to look at this. Mm -hmm. But this is a real opportunity. You guys heard this, like this was mind blowing because yeah. again, like, like T and I said earlier, we're kind of like one foot in, we're in, but we're not fully in. So the way I was thinking, I know the way T was thinking is like, man, there's a lot of people already in, like we're already kind of late, right? Because we're back in 2017 and we're thinking that's early. And now you, you guys come on and say, we are incredibly early, even at this point. And so for everyone that's listening, that is that, you know, follows us and that, you know, wants to give their perspective or, you know, hear our perspective, guys, jump in and start this process. Get with Naja and Dimitri. Um, yeah. If you're out in the LA area, like swing by, what's what what's the uh, place called? It's called Crypto Blockchain Plug. Crypto like Blockchain Plug. That's it. And, uh, just basically, they can be anywhere in the US. We have a, a actual person you can pick up the phone and call. But Huge. just try, just try our services in, in, in addition to whatever else you're doing so you can see the difference. Like it's like night and day. You have your Bitcoin, you do your KYC, you have your Bitcoin in your wallet within seconds. All that other hustling and bustling is not necessary. But again, you just have to know, you know, where to go. So we have the plug. There we go. Right? So Well, you, you got a new client today, Naja. Two, two of them. <laughs> you got two of them today. I'm telling you right now. You got two more today. I'm going. I'm going ahead and get, become a millionaire. That's how she did it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's but we look forward to helping you, and that's what we're yeah. here for. 
If you need anything, like I said, you can find me every day in the hallway of Clubhouse under <laughs> Crypto Virgins. Mm. I teach the Crypto Virgin Hour. So my goal is to teach the basics and get you out of there. So when you go in those other rooms, you know what they're talking about. Uh, and before you get cursed out on some of those other ones talking about alternative coins, um, <laughs> just understand some of them boys ain't playing about Bitcoin like they are ready to fight. Absolutely. They will, they will block you. So <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that ties in because you guys that have been listening heard that we talked about Clubhouse, right? Episode yeah. one. Episode one, we talked about Clubhouse. Another reason why you should be on the platform is because you get a chance to listen to people like Naja and Dimitri give you game, just free game. She told you Monday through Friday, two hours a day, she is there giving you free game. So instead of you having to fall for the scam or the person that hits you up in your DM that you don't know, mm -hmm go to the plug, right? Go to the person that has the information and they're giving it out for free. Cause trust me, we want you to win, right? People out there want you to win. It's not all a scam. Like there's people that are good people. That's why we're bringing people onto the podcast. It's cause we know that there are good people out there that want you to have the information to get to where you want to be. So you know where to find them. Uh, what about Instagram? Give, give them your handle, give them where else they can find you outside of clubhouse. If you just Google Crypto Plug, you'll find us everywhere. Crypto Plug, we're on Instagram as Crypto Plug 3. We're on Twitter, Crypto Plug, Crypto Blockchain Plug. So just check us out. We post every single day. This is what we do. Uh, we, we, we know what trends our community needs to be hearing about. And so we make sure we're reporting those things above anything else. So yeah, check us out. We'd love to have you. I also do free events for like Bitcoin business basics. I have a wine, women and crypto. I have a cryptos masters um, where we do like everything we do is crypto oriented. We have, a, we have coinonomics where you can come and hear about the different cryptocurrencies and the coins. I have a crypto kids camp. We have a Bitcoin buys or us. We're actually the first distributor for Ledger uh, in the United States. So we are authorized reseller of ledger we're on their website so if you lose track of us go to ledger look for us back there and you can you can find us again hmm. um so we have a bunch of different stuff that we're doing you can buy sell houses cars with bitcoin and we'll be the ones that broker those deals and help you get that done in the in you know in the in the fiat world so uh those are the things that we do so come check us out and uh looking forward to to working with you oh yeah Oh, that yeah. is huge. That is yeah. huge. So we appreciate you guys coming on. And as always, for those of you that are listening, right, like connect with them, connect with us. We want to hear your perspective. We want to hear your perspective on, on, on crypto, on Bitcoin, on any of the things that you heard today on the, on the podcast, reach out, hit us up. You know, T and I want to have the conversation with you. If you're a believer in, if you're not, if you just, you, you think it's not, it's all a big scam or it's all a big hoax or whatever you believe, whatever your perspective is, Mm -hmm. Come share it with us because we, we want to hear it and we want to be able to share our perspective. You got a chance to hear it from Naja and Dimitri today. Um, and we want to continue to move this forward. So T, sign us off, man. Let the people know. I'll just say mine is blown. Like, I, you know, I have so many other questions. Naja, we're going to have to probably ask y'all to come back. <laughs> Naja and so. Dimitri, y'all got to come back. Yeah, you know what? Have us come back because I got something coming down the pipe that is going to rock the cryptocurrency space. Because I'm coming after some Coinbase heads and some and some Cash App heads. So just make sure, yeah, have us back. 
Because I want to show you guys what, what's really about to happen. What's up well, happening? Sure. What's in store? Look, what's you know how they start? You know the movie they say you had me at hello? You had me at, well, we're before early adopters. <laughs> so thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, we know, you know, it's a time difference, but you guys are up lively with us. And, you know, I know the audience is going to love this one. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you. That's All right. Thank you. Have a That's good day. Absolutely. Right. Till, till next time, guys, we're signing off for the Perspective Podcast. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perspective Podcast. We hope this conversation made you think a bit deeper, gain some insight, or even possibly even gain a brand new perspective. If you did enjoy it, do us a favor. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else you stream. Leave a review to help more people experience these conversations and potentially change their perspective as well. And lastly, as always, T and I want you to connect with us. So follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can find us just by using our names. And there we get a chance to hear your perspective. Until next time, God bless.